and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. I am sitting across or sitting in a room in a plush well-lit studio with Two good-looking guys here this morning. I've got uh, Junius Smith III from ENCMoments.com. Yes, I was talking about you, Coach Person. That's fine. I've got uh, Coach Shiver Person from uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. Formerly, if you recognize that name, you definitely remember him from his state championship winning days over at Rendell Parrot Academy. So we're going to talk to them. Uh, man, Coach Person, you have just done, and we're going to talk about this too, uh, just some great, great work over, uh, for the Down East Wood Ducks. It's the 75th anniversary of, uh, historic Granger stadium. And uh, you let me be a, a little part of it and may, I didn't even help get the ball rolling. You already had the ball rolling by the time I jumped in. Uh, but man, we're going to, we're going to go, we're going to go, uh, neck deep in this, uh, <laughs> right, here in right. a few minutes, but, uh, yeah. but just tell everybody what, what, what we're celebrating over at historic Granger stadium. Uh, well, this uh, this year um, is the 75th anniversary. Um, officially, uh, Granger Stadium opened its doors on April 8th, 1949, when Granger High took on Tarboro High School. Um, you know, we, we had a, had the event scheduled for two weeks ago, but Mother Nature intervened. Uh, but we plan on celebrating, um, you know, our, our big celebration centers around that 1949 uh, Granger High State Championship team as they were the first team to officially play a game <clears throat> in what is now Granger Stadium. Uh, we've got some people coming back from all over the years, um, pretty much since 1949 to the current team we have right now in um, 2023. So we're excited to get into it. You just have people, again, behind the scenes, your energy for this, your excitement for this has just been palpable, man. I mean, I, I just – I admire it as someone who I consider myself a researcher. In fact, I've told <laughs> Junius before, I would rather research than write. I really would because I think I'm a pretty good researcher. I love getting back in the oh, yeah. old, you know, archives and the old free press uh, newspapers and looking up at stuff. How much fun have you had doing all that? Oh, man, it's been great. You know, I got to utilize a little bit of my um, history teaching degree and uh, research and go, go to LCC. They were great. The lie library there was tremendous and helping me find photographs and articles and um some of the stuff you gave me earlier on with with the news archives like you're able to actually see the history read it and then try to present it to a generation that might not know about it and that's what it's all about how many comments because you've got the pictures that you've posted out at the stadium the ones that have been up on social media and on facebook i i can't even imagine because i know when i used to do that stuff for the free press that you know i love the tommy maddoxes that would come up to me and oh, yeah. those you know the the old timers you've got a the the, re, the response to this has had to been awesome yeah it's been it? great i mean i heard from someone yesterday um who called and said her brother was a big involvement um here here at the stadium and, and if they could join us on saturday and absolutely yeah you know because you know at the end of the day we, we probably missed some things mm -hmm. um <clears throat> so the main thing is if you have any if anybody listening has anything that feels like is a great tribute to Granger Stadium and, and the history there, let us know. I mean, that's how I found out about somebody got married at home plate <laughs> in 2004. So, like, wow. had no idea, but she saw my email. She emailed me and sent us a picture, and it's part of our slideshow. It's a part of our event. So, that's that's been kind of cool. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. That's Shiver Person. 
Down East Wood Ducks. It is Wood Ducks Wednesday here on uh, the Brian Hanks Show, as it will be through the rest of the season. We've got Junior Smith the third from ENC Moments joining us right now, too. And let me tell you about Woodman Life real quick before we get Trez uh, up here on the phone with us. I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than 10 years. Couldn't be happier with it. I know something bad happens to me. Those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. Listen, thank you so much to Danny Rice, to Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North right here in Kinston. That's beside Highland Furniture and across from Cell Automall. And again, thank you so much to Danny Rice, all the folks over at Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, Junius and I, we were talking about this earlier. We were trying to come up with, you know, because I love Tuesdays with Trez. You know, it's alliterative. It's fun to say. But he's on now with us on a Wednesday. So I don't know. What, what do I come up How can I do this here, Junius? I had to go tardy with Trez today. <laughs> tardy with Trez. I like, what do you think about that, Trez? <laughs> right, man. It's not it's not Tuesdays with Trez, but I mean it's pretty good though. <laughs> there you go, I love it. Don Trez Styles uh from wait a minute. Georgetown University joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks show. Now I was on vacation last week, or we would have had you on last week after you made your decision a week ago Sunday. But I mean the the number one question everybody here in Kenston wants to know, all your fans here, Trez, what when it came down to it? What what led you to make the decision to uh, attend and play for the Hoyas of Georgetown University? Yeah, man, just um, just having a fresh start, and you know, they're a, bit, a building program going to be a big, you know, focus point, and you know, the coaching staff I really, you know, enjoyed them on my visit, and you know, Coach Cooley is a you know stand up guy; he's real and. I just really enjoyed the visit, and I feel like I can go there and really achieve my, my dreams, and um, that was the biggest thing. Now, it's a program that's been on the on the slide for a couple of years. How much did that appeal to you that, hey, here is a, you know, one of the Blue Bloods, really, in college basketball, and that you could really help get them back to that status, Tress? Yeah, I feel like, you know, I can with a few more pieces and, uh, you know, we have, have a great coach and, you know, Coach Cooley and the whole coaching staff and what they did at Providence was, you know, that played a big part of my decision just you know, how, you know, transfers came to Providence and my position, they were at a high level and I feel like I could do the same thing. How much work have you been doing in the off season just trying to get prepared for this one? Yeah, man, just, a lot just working on my ball handling my you know you know my shot more consistent that's the, the two biggest areas i'm really focused on in off season and i'm uh, just really attacking that area and just not just not playing at the, with the task at hand because i know what's at stake and i know what i have to do you know this year coming up uh, that voice you're listening to is Don Trez Styles here. It's Tuesdays with Trez on a Wednesday with Don Trez Styles. And I should have told you before uh, I uh, brought you up here, Trez, that you, of course, you recognize that voice right there. It's Junius Smith the third from uh, encmoments.com. I've also got a Shiver person here from the Down East Wood Ducks who I'm let, let, can I prep him real quick here, coach? Uh, now, he's an NC State guy, Trez. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get you ready there, okay? It's all good. <laughs> hey, Don Trez Shiver here. Um, yeah, Brian, Brian said it. You know, big state guy. Uh, me and my buddies. You know, we, we we were hoping to get you in that Wolfpack Red. Um, you know, this upcoming season. But 
Um, what's the this you know the transfer portal world life um, as a college athlete? You know what what kind of goes into making these decisions and and the contact from other coaches and stuff. Yeah, you know it could be it could be stressful, but you know for me, I really enjoyed it. You know, just you know, just knowing that team still want me, and you know, just you know they still want me, no matter how these past two seasons went. That's the biggest thing. It just it reminded me of high school, and in high school I enjoyed it, the recruiting process. So it really reminded me of high school, and you know, it's always a great feeling just knowing that you want it and you can go have a program out. I got to tell you, Trez, you probably, because you're not someone that pays a whole lot of attention to social media, but the day you were at ECU during uh, that ECU baseball game, my social media blew up. I mean, I bet I saw, and this is not an exaggeration, Trez, there had to have been 10 to 12 different people that were posting all these pictures from the baseball game of you and Coach Schwartz walking around. Our very own Scott Whittington, who I know you know very well, uh, he was running the scoreboard for uh, ECU that day, and he was sending me pictures. And like I said, it was just all over the place. It, it's got to be kind of exciting. And, and Coach Shiver or Coach Person sort of alluded to it a little bit there, and you did too, uh, Tress. But it's got to be kind of cool to be back in that recruit to have been back in that recruiting process again, wasn't it? Man, yes, sir, for sure. Just like I said, just knowing that you want it, and that's that's a, you know that's a cool thing. Just being wanted by some of the best colleges in the country, and that's always a you know a blessing, and something you just don't take for granted. It's funny, you know, just looking back. I think there was, there was a rumor of you and um and Damian Dunn possibly going to to the same school. So just um, what made y'all decide to go with y'all decisions? Um, you know, you at Georgetown, him in Houston. Um, just I just felt like we both felt like that was what was best for you know us in our careers. You know, um, we talked about teaming up for a while now, and um, you know, I wish it would have happened, but you know, it's, it is what it is. Damian was a great player. He's going to do great at Houston, and I'm going to do great at Georgetown. But, yeah, we it was definitely talking, but it just didn't work out. It didn't happen for us. I got to ask, how close were we to that possibility of uh, you and Damian? <laughs> Put a percentage on it. Were we 30% close to it, 70% close to it, 5%? How close were we to uh, seeing that Kenson reunion at, at, a, at another institution? Uh, I think 50 Wow. Oof. Oh, you know, you just broke three hearts here in, uh, in my plush wallet <laughs> studio, right? Says, oh, well, let me ask you this. Uh, no, no, no. It's all good. Hey, we're so happy for you. Listen, I can't wait to buy me a Georgetown number three. You're going to wear number three up there, right? I'm not sure. I might, I might switch it up. Oh. I'm not sure what number yet. Cause you know, Allen Iverson wear a number at Georgetown, I believe. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. I think, I think he did. So yeah, I might just switch it up. <laughs> you might, oh yeah, he's a. I've only got like three of his bobbleheads here uh, on my desk. I'm, I'm a huge <laughs> AI fan. I got to tell you. Well, well, then, dude, that's a natural question. And what numbers are you know? If you don't take number three, which is very, very understandable, what would maybe be the number that uh, you take there? Um, maybe like a zero or number two for number five, maybe. 
Okay, that, that, that's cool. Single-digit guy. Single-digit guy, indeed, indeed. Uh, you know, I want to give you an opportunity. We have so many state listeners here on uh, the Brian Hanks Show. We have so many ECU listeners. I just wanted to give you an opportunity, and I know they were two of your finalists, just to brag on them a little bit. And let's start with state. What was impressive to you about uh, your visit to state and with Coach Keats? Man, it was it was great. It was great, honestly, man. Just they're a great special staff. They recruited me in high school, and I really enjoyed my time. You know, but we all know the, you know, the pressures that would have dealt with. I would have went to, you know, state or you know all that kind of stuff outside of basketball. That wasn't really the my decision maker, but yeah, it was just we all know what happened with that. And ECU. It was another great, you know, upcoming program that I really enjoyed. The coach staff was unbelievable, man. They're on the, you know, on the rise for sure. You got Bobby Pettifer, he's going to be great there. That's, that was very big for, you know, the, the city of Greenville. Now, you are someone, you love, you love Eastern North Carolina. You love North Carolina, obviously, in Eastern North Carolina, this portion of the world. That, that, that kind of, I'm assuming that had to be a little bit tougher decision to decide to go to Georgetown. Yes, only about five or six hours away, but not exactly right here in our background, Tress. Yeah, man, it was, you know, it was tough. You know, I'm known to be a North Carolina kid, and, you know, I, I feel like I caught a lot of people by surprise by going to Georgetown because, you know, I feel like everybody just think I'm a, you know, and stay kid, and I just want to, you know, which I am, I just want to get out of my comfort zone and just do something I've never really done before, you know what I'm saying? Just really have a fresh start, get away, and, you know, just try to lock in and, and do the best I can to achieve, you know, my dreams of college and after. How happy are you to have this uh, decision and this whole process and the whole transfer portal behind you, and now you can absolutely just focus on school, on getting ready for that 23-24 season, You've got to be uh, you got to be happy to have this decision behind you now. Yeah, man, I'm happy. I just you know, like I said, I enjoyed it, but it also can be stressful. But you know, I was ready to get to work and just really lock in on my on my crap and you know, not to worry about you know the the recruiting process. You know, even though it wasn't it wasn't bad, it was actually great. But I just want to lock in on my crap and just do what I can do just to improve as a basketball player. Well, I, I know I speak for Junius here. I speak for Coach uh, Person when I say this to uh, Trez. You know, we've said it all season long. Uh, you were with us all season on uh, Tuesdays with Trez and just the tough times you went through. You always kept your head up. You did things the right way. Uh, we're just happy for you. I mean, I, and I, I'm going to give uh, Junius and Coach Person a chance to say their goodbyes to you here this morning too. And just your final thoughts, Junius, to Trez. All right, my final thoughts are, I told Brian earlier in the show that, you know, you're going to come out there with a chip on your shoulder because you know this is a great opportunity for you and a chance to really show why you needed to be on the court in Carolina. So, you know, am I right by that assessment? Because I don't want to put words in your mouth. Oh, man, I, you know, it was these past, you know, two years and stuff and, you know, of course, I gotta have a chip on my shoulder. I just want to really get out there and just show what I can do, and you know, just show the world what they haven't haven't seen yet, and prove myself that I can play at this level on a high level, on a high level. Yeah, uh, Trez, uh One last thing for me is, you know, one best of luck at Georgetown. You know, it's not red, but you know, it's a different shade of blue, which is good <laughs> for me. I like that that shade of blue and gray is a little bit better for me to watch a play in, um, but. 
you know, what what can you say to these other uh, kids out there in, in your position? Like, you know, how, how do you fight this adversity and and you know tell them you know don't give out go go reach your dreams and if that means you got to break away from what you're comfortable with. You know, what what can you say to those kids listening that that are questioning what they're doing at their colleges out there? Man, just just keep working. Just you know, just keep your head up and just just keep working. That's the biggest thing. And, uh, I mean, you won't get frustrated. Yeah, you won't get frustrated, and you won't want to, you know, quit sometimes, and you gonna feel discouraged. But you got to keep working and fight through it, no matter what. And it's gonna, it's gonna eventually, you know, you will eventually have brighter days. And that's the biggest thing. You got to keep fighting through all the adversity and just, you know, just stay confident. And that's one thing I struggle with: just staying confident. But that's one thing. I would say to kids, just stay confident, always believe in yourself. And no matter what's going on, just always believe in yourself. Yeah, I got to tell you, Trez, I can't wait for that first 25-point game. That first 25-point, 12-rebound game that you have for the Hoyas. And you better know, you better freaking know, you've got all the support of everybody here in Kenson, Lenore County, in eastern North Carolina. Yeah, we would have liked to have seen you play a little bit closer. I'm not, you know, it, that is what it is, but... We're happy that you're happy. Can't wait to see all the great things you're going to do for the Georgetown Hoyas. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate y'all. Very much. Trez, take care, my friend. Hey, are are you in school yet at Georgetown? Or what? How are you finishing up in Chapel Hill? How does that work as you get ready to make the uh, segue over to uh, D.C.? Nah, I'm still in Chapel Hill. You know, finishing up classes and working out. And I leave for Georgetown, I believe, June the 5th. But yeah, just doing school and just working out here. Go ahead. Uh, Don Trez, if you get a chance, man, we'd love to have you down at the stadium. I know you threw out a first pitch last year. If we could w- find a way to make it work, uh, you know, that'd be great to have you and, and maybe give you a little send-off uh, for your next level. Yeah, man, we can for sure do that because last year, man, it, my, my pitch was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> I got I to gotta, I gotta redeem myself out there. <laughs> hey, Trez, I did my very first ceremonial first pitch last year in my whole life. Hey, you got to do one at, what, age 19. <laughs> I did my first one at age 53, and I bounced it about 10 foot in front of the plate. So <laughs> don't feel bad whatsoever, dude. It happens, okay? Yeah, man. We, I can still get back out there, man. It was, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, let me know when you're back in town. I'd love to have you here in the studio, dude, and uh, just just hang out for a little bit and chat and everything before you head up to Georgetown. I love that the coach person asked you that, dude. Yeah, get out there, dude. We'll get a, we'll get a big crowd out there to cheer you on, okay? <laughs> no pressure. All right, man. Sounds good. Hey. Sounds good. Dontrez Styles, Georgetown University. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right, thank you, there you go. That's Don Trez. And uh, just uh, I'll start with you, Junius. I mean, you can hear it in his voice. Did he not sound more? And you've listened to pretty much all the Tuesdays with Trez that we have him on. Right. He sounded right there as relaxed as I've heard him all season long, Junius. It's like a weight got released from his shoulders as soon as he said he was going to Georgetown. Well, it wasn't even as much as what he said, but when he put that picture up, it was like, okay. <laughs> I, I was a little blindsided by the move, but this is something that – that he's definitely thought out. Hey, let me tell you something, and I'll segue over to you here, uh, Coach Person. I really – this is why I don't I don't bet, because you don't bet right. on anything. I thought he was going to state. Yeah. All my people were – and now not with him. I mean, I, I respect my relationship with him. I'm not going to try to pick his brain and all that kind of stuff. But the people that were surrounding him, the thought process was it was going to be NC State. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, me and my, my buddies back home and – 
here in town. You know, we, we kind of had that crystal ball mindset that he, he, he was going to join us. Um, but I think we heard him. You, you heard what he said. That's a different pressure that no other player I think has ever done. I don't mm-hmm. – I mean, you know, I uh, can there's been – no, no, there's been one. Ah. You know who it was? Bones McCanny in 1948. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> Transferred enough. from Carolina to NC State. How about – and then went on to coach at Wake Forest, was a Hall of Fame coach at Wake Forest. So, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, he, like I said, he said it best. You know, the, the pressure there would have been a whole different can of worms to deal with, you know, in this modern age of, of, of college sports and college athletics, you know, the transferring not only in conference but, like, to a top two rival you have. Yeah. Um, you know, the fan base, you know, we would have welcomed him in, but can't, I can't say much about what, what that baby blue crowd would have done. So I've got some good friends over at Inside Carolina, and I, I don't think she would mind me even saying this, but Michelle Hillison, she's one of the people that run. Do you know her? I know who she is. I don't yeah. know her personally. but Well, uh, she held, I've known her for, good Lord, since 1995, so, oh, my God, almost 30 years. <laughs> but uh, and, and she loves Trez, absolutely loves Trez, and she was so relieved, and every Carolina fan that I know – was so relieved that he didn't go. Not you necessarily, uh, Junius. But listen, I, I I just wanted him to get some playing time. Yeah, exactly. But uh, just the, the the diehard Carolina people were very happy that he didn't end up over at State. <laughs> you know how motivated he would have been. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you know. See, now we need like a Georgetown. I mean, versus they probably Carolina could. They game. probably could have used him in, in Raleigh that day. But I'm, you know, you know, who knows? You know, they could, you know. We could have got him on the court a little more. It might have been bad in our favor. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Okay, we've got about 10 minutes left here, about 10, 12 minutes, and we've got to dedicate it to uh, – we've got Shiver Person here from the Down East Wood Ducks. We've got Junior Smith third here from encmoments.com. And we were talking about before we pulled Trez up here on the line that uh, just – what you are putting together, what you've put together in your short amount of time with the Down East <laughs> Wood Ducks has been amazing as you're celebrating the 75th anniversary of historic Granger Stadium, Coach Person. Uh, and I'm sorry, I, I guess I should call you Shiver, but you're always going to be coach to me, that's okay? Right. No, it's, yeah. it's good. You know, I still see kids and former players and still coach, and that's fine. That, you know, like, I started coaching, I, you know, had coaching kids that were 18, I was 23, and, you yeah. know, they call you coach, and I'm like, hey, man, you're, I'm only five years older than you. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but you were my coach. It's like, all right, fair, yeah. fair, you know, I well, got you. Well, <laughs> I always think, especially, especially junior coaches that have won state championships, they are due the uh, amount of respect that you deserve there. But you've, uh, you joined the uh, Down East Wood Ducks. Tell everybody what you do for them, not just this project, but everything else that you do for um, the Wood Ducks. Yeah, you know, our front office is great. Um, you know, we all kind of have many hats, but mainly – Focus on like group sales, group events, um, your standard ticket sales. Um, you know, we all try to help get sponsorships and promotions out there because, you know, minor league baseball, it, it needs, you know, you need your big your big sponsors, but you need the local guys. You need the little guys mm-hmm. um, because they're the ones who, who, who are in the town every day, come to the games every day, who like to, to, to support the team and, and kind of, you know, just I've been fortunate to have been in this community for 14 years, so I've got a lot of friends and family and connections that I think is going to be beneficial to the baseball in this town. And I kind of do some of that, like community involvement. And, you know, we we found out that this date was coming up. And, you know, at the time, you know, and it's going to be great this weekend, but not, you know, you could have a 75th anniversary, but at the time we planned it, we actually had a game on the exact day that stadium opened its doors. Um, you know, we would have loved to have had it two weeks ago, but, you can't control Mother Nature, and 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 it was an ugly day that yeah, day. Forty too. degree rain. You don't. You know, I don't. It wouldn't have been good baseball weather. Anyways, you know, some of our special guests coming are 
are um, from that era, and we want the weather and everything to be good for them because they're making a big trip down here and pretty special people coming, we, we think. So. Uh, set it up for us. Tell this Saturday night at Historic Granger Stadium, uh, not only is it going to be a giveaway, Dave, it's a clear bag giveaway, I think. Yes, clear bag giveaway. Piggly Wiggly, I think. Yes. Right? Why yep. did I say it like that, Junior? Piggly Wiggly. The Piggly Wiggly. But Piggly Wiggly is sponsoring it. But uh, tell everybody what's going to happen at the pregame Saturday night. <clears throat> so we hope, um, you know, if all goes well, um, our, we've got probably six to seven uh, people that have helped the growth of Granger Stadium, uh, been a part of Granger Stadium as, as somewhat of our special guest. Um, uh, specifically, uh, our first pitch is someone, this community, who, you know, we're excited to get Eugene Red McDaniel down here wow. from uh, a from true American hero. Yeah, one too. of the longest serving POWs in the Vietnam War. Uh, he played on that 1949 uh, Granger High School team, played in that game on that day. Um, you know, he's going to come throw out our first pitch. Um, he's got family still in the area, uh, family up, up in the uh, northern Virginia, near D.C. area. Um, and, you know, he, we're excited to have not only a, a, a local Kinston Granger High guy but an actual a war hero yeah uh, i mean well and he's also uh, was part of the second class of the kinston lenore county sports hall of fame too uh just and 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 we don't we literally could talk for the next hour just about everything he did not just at granger high school but for our country too i mean he you talk about a true he, we throw around the word hero a little bit too much we i do. do and junius you probably do too oh, at yeah. times this guy is a true hero who served our country, and uh, like you said, he spent over two thousand. I think it was like two thousand one hundred and seventeen days in, in captivity. Wow! Just to to come back, tell a story, and and be a career military guy afterward. You know, something yeah. like that is is tremendous. It um, is. You know, but it's not just it's not just him. You know, we've yeah. got other uh, family members from that team, that forty nine team. You know, we'll display that picture and have all of their um, family, all their names And let's there. remind people, this is 1949 you're talking about. That's 51 plus 20. That's 74 <laughs> years ago. Good God almighty. I mean, we are, you were talking about guys that – it's just amazing uh, that are still – I mean, He's so, in his early nine. I believe when I talked to Red on the phone and his son, I think Red is 92, 91, 92. Yeah. And that Red, you know, and – and there's a few other guys that from, you know, a few more of those um, teammates living with, they just couldn't get them here. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. I know coach Mock's daughter, we reached out to her. She's unable to attend. Um, but we've got a lot of other people, um, cousins and grandsons and, you know, that have reached out. We're coming, yeah. we're coming, you know, I think just to hear or see their, their grandfather, great grandfather's picture. And the fact that we care, I mean, you know, we're at Granger stadium playing across from old Granger high school in mock gym. Yeah, you know how how can you not you know that is so awesome you know and, and it's not just you know celebrating professional baseball but the high school team there's been so much that's happened in Granger Stadium mm -hmm. from 1949 to 2023 um, and you know we've had several championship teams whether it's professional to high school um, you know it's it's been pretty incredible football. Yeah. And like you said, Atkin High won a football state title on that field. If people don't realize that. I Ranger mean, High and I'm won talking, football. Yeah. I've I mean, only been here 20 years. You've been here, what, about 15 years? Or how long, how long have you been here now? About 10 years or so, right, Junius? Junius. No, I'm just sitting back just thinking, oh. like, I'm. I've been here for a decade now. Before, it's, it's weird. Did you know they played football out at Granger Stadium? You know what? I didn't. And it's weird <laughs> because, you know, I was at, I was at Shivers, um so I was set up a soccer match um, early this season. This was the third year in a row that that soccer has played. Yeah. So a runner parrot has won um, 
all three of their soccer games, and then you had Wayne Prep versus Wayne Country Day um, yep. this year as well. So. Trying to grow that as well. Yeah, like you said, because it's not just a baseball field. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've had music concerts. I said earlier, you've had a wedding. You've had um, <laughs> club baseball, softball. I mean, 1979, Granger Stadium hosted the World Slow Pitch Softball World Series, you know, and we've got a picture of those guys. Wow. You know, it's just the, the different things. Um, the the ironclad marathon's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not just a baseball venue or a Kinston. You know, it's it's a lot of people from all across the country have you know have heard of Granger Stadium. It's one of the oldest ballparks, one of the prettiest ballparks. You know, in the area, if and not you the get country, to, you get to go to work there every day. Every day, <laughs> you know, and you, and, you, and you look back, you know, from the all the teams from like the Kinston Eagles to the Kinston the Expos, the Blue Jays. Uh, the Kinston Grays, you know, the, the minor league Negro League team that yeah. played there um, from the Indians to now the Wood Ducks. I mean, it's just you've had good professional. You've had Hall of Famers come through. Mm-hmm. And, Reena, I reached out to – I've reached out to uh, the two current most recent Hall of Fame inductees in baseball, Fred McGriff, Jim Tomei. I've reached out to them. They're hard to get a hold of. But, yeah. but, but I, you know, I did hear back from McGriff's people, which kind of made me excited. You know, so just, you know, different questions, different things because – you know, there have been other Hall of Famers playing Granger Stadium, but, you know, McGriff and Tomei were part of the Kenson organization. Mm-hmm. And and so I think that number will change soon. You've got your Sabathias. You've got your Manny yeah. Ramirez. Um, you've got your Bartolo Colones. Those guys mm-hmm. that are going to be on that, well, maybe they might be Hall of Famers. And so, you know, that number will grow in the next five to ten years with actual guys that were a part of any of these Kens, really from the Blue Jays to the Indians that are going to be potential Hall of Famers. And that's cool. You know, oh, small town Kinston. Cool, yeah. You know, you talk to a CC Sabathia. Hey, like, where'd you start your professional career? Oh, in Kinston. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. That is so cool. Let me ask you this. We've got, I can't, uh, let's circle back to Saturday night. We'll yep. do that uh, here in a moment. But what has surprised you the most? Because I know there are times, you know, you go in, you think, I'm researching this. And then you swerve off into something else. What has surprised you the most in all this research you've done for the 75th anniversary? I think the surprising thing is is how much we think we have it all figured out. Like, I grew up in the Indians era. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in Goldsboro. So, like, my family and friends, we come to Indians games. Yeah. And I remember when the, when, when the name change was happening and baseball was coming back, you know, that's the first time I'd ever heard of the Kenton Eagles. Yeah. Like, oh, no, it's just always been the Indians forever. And, you know, my dad. For, for 25 years. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, literally for, they left when I was like 28 years old. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for for my whole life, I knew it yeah. was, so I just thought that was the only team that's ever played here. Yeah. And now getting to actually research, like, stuff about the Eagles and the tradition, realize how close we could have been to being the Eagles again. Yep. Because this community loves it. Yeah. And, and I found out that, you know, as we, we joke about the old timers that come to all the games still, like, and I could have done those without Coach Whitfield. Yeah, you know, and, and who's talk about an amazing? I get to hang out. He'll be on the show tomorrow. In fact, perfect. And yeah. I couldn't have done this. I mean, he gave me the contact to all the. He's the one who he's gave me so Red's amazing. number, and I wouldn't have known to get up with Red. So that's been the thing is that people do remember, mm-hmm. but you have to trigger that memory somehow. And it's been talking to people, talking to you. It's like, oh man, I need to probably look into that. Like yeah. the little things I thought I had covered, and then I get an email. My uncle played here. My brother was the longest-serving clubby here. In, in, like, oh. And then you realize you thought I knew a lot, and I know like 1% of what George – you're like, who the hell is Brian Hanks after you talk to George Whitfield? Because that man knows 
everything and everything. He has Mike Krzyzewski in his cell phone. He has Roy Williams in his cell phone. He had, you name, I mean, I remember us yeah. doing a Hall of Fame thing a few years ago, and he's like, oh, let, let me call Coach Krzyzewski. And I'm like, what? A little <laughs> flip phone at the time, and he hits a button, and he's sitting in my office at the Free Press talking to Coach K, and I'm like, what is going on here? But real quick, I mean, we are, we're up against the clock. Saturday night, yep. uh, first pitch is at 5. five. It's 5, five, five o'clock game. We hope to get uh, Red and our special guest on there for their ceremonial stuff. Somewhere between the 445 to 5 range. It's going to be tight. going to be close. Yep. Um, you know, playing, um, like I said, here, here in town, uh, clear back giveaway. Yep. Uh, after the game, there'll be a post-game Easter egg hunt for the kids. And Can juniors do that? Well, here we go. Well, <laughs> here's, where, here's where juniors can do it because there'll also be an adult Easter egg hunt throughout the grandstand with what? prizes okay. more geared towards the adults. Um, nice. And we got to thank our, our friends at Barnes Jeweler in Goldsboro helping sponsor the event because um, it's our diamond anniversary. Yeah. 75th is your diamond. So we want to come celebrate our diamond. Um, you know, but last thing, you know, try to speed through it. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that you don't yeah. see, uh, whether it's from our staff currently who have been great helping me, the staffs of the Indians, the Blue Jays, the Expos, our groundskeepers. Yeah. You, know, you forget about those guys um, sometimes. I know Stephen does a great job, but guys like Tommy and – and Truman Skinner and the original Lewis McAvery who opened the stadium in the 40s, you know, their families are still – those people are still here, and and our field is one of the best in minor league baseball. If not and, the best. And so we've yeah. got to – you know, you come and see the show, you come see the game. The behind-the-scenes people need as much credit because the front office, the back staff, the clubbies, the visiting clubbies, people helping with the, the scoreboard, the press box, you know, your Delmont Miller crowd, you know, you got – you got people like that and who, Mama Cornegay. Yeah, Mama's in, in our slideshow and and we just want to make sure that everyone has been a part of this show for seventy five years. It's not just the players on the field. Well, I I appreciate what you've done. As someone who is a, a quasi researcher myself, to see all this hard work you've put into this, dude, I just want you to know you're appreciated. I mean that sincerely, dude. Hope you know that, that you are so appreciated, Shiver Person, for everything you've done to make this happen. And I know these old folks that are going to be coming in. Uh, they're not, they may not know the person who did it, but I, I hope uh, <laughs> I hope they do find out. Listen, Coach Person, thank you so much. You're welcome. No, thanks for having you. me. And, and, and come see us, uh, not just Saturday. We got games, you know, if you want to come hang out with a bunch of education kids today, it's education day. <laughs> Junius and I will be there. We're both planning plan. on being there here in, what, two and a half hours yeah, or so. Yeah, so come see us. But, yeah, don't just come uh, Saturday. Uh, celebrate um, celebrate Granger Stadium throughout mm-hmm. the year. We, we, we want you to come to this park every night. We have a game and, and root on our wood ducks and fill the stands and enjoy uh, what Kenson has to offer for this community in the area. You're the best, dude. Thank you so much, Coach. Always appreciate it. Junius, with me for both hours here. I appreciate it, dude. No problem. I think I'm going to go get get something to eat and then just try to take a nap before the game. I think that's what I'm going to do, too. What? Hey, thank you guys so much. Uh, let's get John and Jonathan in here play the birthday game. We'll wrap up the show right after that. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, April the 19th in the year of the Lord 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. Uh, I get to play it every day here on the Brian Hank Show with my good friends, John Dawson. Hey. And Jonathan Massey. Oh, good morning, Brian. Good morning to you, you good-looking stiff. But when I, let's uh, play the birthday game. I don't know. You had Was that to bad? Know. Was that bad? Well, it, it, when it came out, you had to know. You got to reel that one back in. I love you, John. 
I don't think you do. <laughs> I do love John. Well, I mean, they say much worse things than that. Do you listen to the radio, to this radio station? No, I don't. <laughs> you should. We're the only thing worth listening to, and it's because we're wholesome family content. Well, now I feel guilty. You should. You're a handsome son of a gun, John Dawson. That's Was that bad. better? I mean, uh, Jonathan Massey. Yeah, that erases the first one. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, you can reverse it and, you know. How was that? Please reverse whatever that was just to see what he said. That would be awesome, will you? And let's see what it says. Yes, if it'll help us move forward. Uh, I we, 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 we definitely will. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know people are thinking we've only played seven birthday games here in April so far, and it's April 19th, but it's because uh, somebody had to take last week off. Well... You know, everybody's entitled to a vacation, whether they earned it or not. Hey. <laughs> Jonathan Massey, if you If I want could just have two, two and a half years off, I'd be fine. <laughs> wow. That would, that would just about do it. Yeah, but you would get bored. No, I would not. <laughs> What would you do? I like this. I, let's let's play this little game here. You 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 have been told you're going to get paid your salary, which you're getting paid right now, whatever that is, mm -hmm. for two and a half years, and you do not have to go to work or do any kind of work for, you know, you just get two and a half years of salary. Yes. What does John Dawson do? I've got a few projects to finish. I've got books I've bought years ago that I've read maybe one or two chapters each of I'd love to finish. There's movies I'd like to watch. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, sleeping in the middle of the day that would love to be done. So in other words, I would like to live like Brian Hanks for two and a half years. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, well, I work. I mean, I do the show in the morning. You know, I get up early to do that. And then I do my county stuff. You know, I'm the county public information officer for Lenora County. And then I do work for ECU. You know, I do uh, public address for ECU athletics. It's a, it's, it's tough. Hey, look at that guy there. He hit the ball there. He's running the <laughs> I don't even have to say that. <laughs> I just introduce him when he comes up to bat. So, now coming uh, up to bat, Whitey Willoughby. Yeah, there you go. Left fielder, Jonathan Massey. So anyway, uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, why don't you tell us about our title sponsor for the uh, birthday game? I believe it's GoEco Office Automation that is headed up by the great Jacques Pasolek. Well, you already did half my read. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, Jock and his crew down at GoEco, they're um, they're gonna they're gonna give you the best client service that you have ever had. Frankly, it's it's none better, none better. Donald Trump said they were the best, <clears throat> the best. Joe Biden woke up just to go into GoEco <laughs> office automation, and uh, it's <clears throat> pretty funny. Actually. George Bush went in there and he said. Now, this is a mission accomplished. and uh, For real, though. Yeah, for real this time. <coughs> uh, <laughs> and Joe Biden got a Jello cup. And FDR went in there and said, now this is the new deal I can get behind. Yes. And if you want to get in on all that presidential action, you just need to give Jock a call. You've got his number? I've got both of them, but I'm all, I'll give you one. <laughs> okay. Give us the one that everyone can call. What is it? It's 252. 252. 286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit his website, goecoNC.com, or what is goeco.com. I swear to God, one of these days I'm going to slip your number in there and you're not even going to notice. 
I don't know, man. I mean, I know my number. Here's what's embarrassing. Uh, you know what? I could not tell you right now Linda's cell phone number. And we've been together six, almost six years, and I could not tell you her number. I honestly couldn't, and I'm not. This isn't a, a, a riff. My, da- my dad does not store numbers in his phone. He likes to try to rem- keep the numbers in his head to keep the old noggin sharp. Uh, that's pretty doggone smart. A few days ago, as you'll recall, I accidentally dialed your number. <laughs> you did, yeah, I didn't before just my hit vacation. The wrong, I didn't hit yeah. the wrong name on my phone. I picked up a old-school phone with buttons and dialed your cell number trying to call someone else. I, can I have a hug? No, I mistook your number for the... Uh, Poison uh, control? There you go. Poison control. <laughs> Well, I saw a missed call from you, and I can, we'll just say it. It was before I went on vacation. Yes. And uh, it was in the middle of the show. It was like, uh, it was like quarter to nine. Yeah, it was something like that. And I'm like, the heck is Dizzle calling me from work for? Yes. I couldn't believe it. And and then I messaged you and said, dude, I'm still doing the show. Mm-hmm. So and then when I saw that, because, of course, most people, I don't think anybody. Text, yeah, yeah, we have a group text. So you said that in our group text, and all I could think was, what did Brian say that John felt the need to call? That him? is what I thought had. Sincerely, that is what I thought had happened. No, I would, I would have texted you. I wouldn't have interrupted the show on purpose. <laughs> Heaven forbid there be a uh, awkward silence on the show. Well, like right now. <laughs> I Jonathan is one hundred percent correct. I thought I would have said t- something or I, done something, but that was the day that I had Richie Honeycutt on. So you know I wouldn't have said anything bad. I'm pretty with Richie sure you have. <laughs> yeah, I love Richie. I, I know you. It could too. have been Richie yeah. that said something because we all know she's got a foul mouth. <laughs> oh my god! Like Fleet Weekend here. Wow! <laughs> good God. Well, I'll tell you what had happened too because when that came through, we had just started the birthday game. And, you know. Did it all get on? <laughs> it did. Well, no, wait a minute. No, it didn't. I think we had to cut out the last 35 what seconds. What is wrong with you? I, I put on there what time you have to start playing them by. Stop talking and hit and the button. And he lies about that. He does. He makes it longer. I padded <laughs> out for four minutes extra, and he's still not getting it in. Well, Boy, I'm, am I steamed now. <laughs> well, it's just the last 35 seconds. It wasn't. That's, you know, usually, where he, that's, where, that's usually where he's talking about. Play it um, at the beginning of the show. Yeah, the last 35 seconds where he's talking about people's at local birthdays. That's exactly what he – Jonathan is spot on. You all nobody, right over there? Nobody cares about the local birthdays, if we're being completely honest. That's not true. I mean, I'm that's in the dimension right now I can't explain. Why do you have blood coming out of your nose? Because you won't play the show in time to get this segment to get it all in on time, and it makes it sound like I don't know what I'm doing. I know. Listen, why don't you ready to jump into today's show there, John Dawson? Well, is it going to air? Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. Okay. Okay. House uh, of the Rising Sun. The animals. Album? Oh, knowing you greatest hits. <laughs> Anthology, maybe? It's the best of the animals. Yeah. There you go. Uh... It's the uh, original keyboardist. Alan Price. Yeah, I couldn't have done that. I was just happy I knew the song. How do you know that? I'm trying to figure out how if a file says it's 22 minutes. At 25 (laughs) till you don't start playing it. I I cannot, I don't get it. Richie was saying really exhilarating things that I didn't want to interrupt her. She was probably And then you say, thank you, Richie. Here's the birthday game. You think? (laughs) (laughs) We have a segment to play. Hit the button. I know. 
I'm going to have to start coming in here with a stick and hitting him <laughs> to get him to play it. Well, the truth is it's easier for him to be rude to us and bump us than it is the people that come in here when they're actually live. Jonathan's not wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's true, like telling, but <laughs> telling someone, no, telling someone, <laughs> telling someone, okay, we got to play the birthday game is not being rude. Well, that's what I told her, but then she kept, but you, you know, what are you? What? <laughs> no, she kept talking. So, well, then you say, hold on, Rick, we got to play this, and just hit the button. Mute. Hit the button. But, but, or played at seven fifteen. Then you can talk till noon. <laughs> I can see Brian here. The show's going off air. He's still talking. <laughs> mm. We used to do Boobie. that with we used to do that with a guest that I had. Yeah, I'm, in, da, I'm da, actually da, da, I, I'm, I'm not gonna yet. say I'm actually in danger of breaking this in half. I'm gonna put Please it back don't up break here. that two hundred dollars. Okay, I don't stick. know that story. So when we get done with this, oh, I want to hear. I know who story. it is. I asked him to leave one day. Pretty much, he would not stop talking. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, we'll really. Talk. We'll tell you. Anyway, uh, are y'all ready to start today's birthday game? I mean, it says 22 minutes. (laughs) So at 25 till, hit the button. I got to give you one thing. This is great. This is Whatever this is, I want more of it. Yeah. I don't understand it. Messaged me the other day, too. Did he tell you to stop cutting the birthday game? Because when you do that, it drives him up a wall. Does it? And he says, why didn't he just play it on time? And I said, I don't know. I love it's you, right, Mr. Dawson. It's right there. See, he can he can disappoint us all he wants, but you cannot disappoint Forrest Dawson. I know. Now I feel guilty. I don't care about now you, Now he John. feels guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't want to disappoint I'm, Mr. Dawson. I'm adding four minutes to we, the time, and it's still not all We are the Matt Damon of this Jimmy Kimmel show. I oh, like it. That's geez. pretty funny. That's actually pretty funny. Okay. <sighs> Alan Price, how old is he today over there, John Daw- or Jonathan Massey? Uh-oh. Here, you want to listen a little bit? There? Seventy-nine. I had to back in the days when it, you had to actually order stuff and wait for it to come in. I went to the sound shop in the Kinston, in Vernon Park Mall, ordered this forty-five. It took like three months to get it. Good lord, it's a good song. It's a great song. Uh, Alan Price, he said seventy-nine. What do you say, John Dawson? He's not seventy-nine. He is. I, when, when have I done that to you guys in the it's last been a, it's six been months? At least, it's been longer than that. Yeah. I don't know. I got tired of doing it to it you. It may have happened and just not the segment didn't air. I th- <laughs> oh God! Yes. <laughs> I, you know what? You know what the messed up part is? <laughs> That's pretty good. I can't even. I I, I so rarely have an opinion <laughs> on this matter because I'm here. We do it. If it, you're here, you're queer. Deal with it. I know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> of the three, they know with mine. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I would probably be the most likely to be. Let's <laughs> go the, 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 the look in your yeah. closet real quick. Who has the shoe collection? <laughs> uh, I, I, once again, there's nothing I can say. Who who dresses too flamboyantly for Pride Month? <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> None of this can go. I know. That's I'm leaving every it. bit of it. Cause oh, it ain't gonna air anyway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but this this, this weird comical comical turmoil between you two, I love it because it does not affect me at all. Yeah. We've talked Heck. so long. We've not. Even, we've gone into another song here by the Animals. This is "Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood." This is just as good as the other song. It's yeah. a great song. Whose go is it's it? It's yours. I said seventy nine. 
78. That's a good song. Uh, he was born April 19th, 1941, so he's actually 82 today. Oh. So congratulations, John Dothan Massey. You get it. You leave one and nothing. You want me to just uh, leave this playing underneath? I love the animals, but no. I don't okay. want to talk over singing. I uh, gotcha. Hey, Not uh, that anyone would hear it. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's enough. Okay, you've got about six shots in here, so uh, there you go. Mm. And we're talking about something that happened before I even went on vacation, so dang. I've had a pretty good track record over the last six months. I got to be given a little bit of credit here, you know. I give you credit uh, for that, but I'm I'm gonna say you could have just ignored I set the fact up for y'all. I got to be given a little. Yeah. Uh, no, because this is actually a serious thing. That I'm gonna say you could have just said it aired. He would have never went back and listened no, to it because his dad listens to it, and I but can't trust lie. me. I'll get a report. <laughs> I know you. Will. But by now, his dad would have told him if it hadn't have aired. Yeah, and he true. hasn't. So you could have got away with it. Did your dad tell you about it? I think sometimes he does, but if I if I show up and look like I'm about ready to eat steel, he might not tell me to be nice. I don't oh, know. Okay. I love your dad, man. When, when are we going to get him on the show? We need to have Forrest Dawson don't on this you show. Just, you just put me on a gag order. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I had another one in the chamber. Oh. You put it on the tee. Oh, because yeah. he wouldn't be on it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I want him to be a guest, not on the birthday game. I want to have him as a guest, as our big interview. Forrest Dawson, the big interview on the Brian Hanks show. It would be having him on the show that would bump the birthday game. <laughs> would that not be the greatest irony? Uh, a oh Forrest Dawson of, uh, appearance that would bump the birthday game. I want this to happen now. <laughs> I know, because I John say. would be so conflicted, he would probably just jump off of a bridge. Yeah. No, he would be sitting here telling you it's time to play the birthday game. That would be awesome. I don't think he would. I think he would. I am going to contact your dad and try to get him in to come in and do the show. You don't have enough money. Okay, so you got Alan Price, John, uh, John is a match, so you lead one and nothing. It goes to you. She is one of only 10 female tennis players and the only Russian to win the career Grand Slam. She was number one in the world a few times. It's Martina Navratilova. Nope, she wasn't Russian, believe it or not. Yvonne Lindell. No, she. <laughs> oh, you're doing it again. <laughs> I don't, I don't you even know. You actually said her name a couple of weeks ago. Anna Kornikova. Nope. No. Sh- Sharapova. There you Sharapova. go. Maria Sharapova. You're absolutely right. How old is she today, Jonathan Massey? Uh, 42. You say 42. What do you say, Dizzle? 43. She was born April 19th, 1987, the same year I graduated from high oh school. Oh, God. She's 36, but you get it, John uh, Jonathan Massey. I swear I thought, when was she doing, when was she playing tennis heavy? Uh, in the early 2000s. So she was 13, 14, 15 years old. When she was a she was a great professional tennis player. He was Dr. Frankenfurter on the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Tim uh, Curry. Tim Curry and I didn't you tell me one time your bride Jonathan Massey loves. she's a huge Tim Curry fan right well she loves Rocky Horror and John Rabbit Bundrick plays on that soundtrack really yeah that plays on third of never tracks that's right there you go uh how today is the great Tim Curry and he's awesome in that I don't care if you like that or not and it's not really my cup of tea the only but thing, he the, the is best thing awesome. about that movie is Susan Sarandon and I'll fight anybody that no, says no, otherwise you don't have to fight me I agree 100% Any guy anyway. Yeah, uh, but well, Tim Curry's pretty doggone good in it too, though. You don't think? I'm not so? talking about the quality of the acting. Oh, 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 oh yeah, she's she's uh, she's uh, she's lovely. Yeah, is that a good way? I thought that was very professional there. She's lovely. I Dude, mean, I am still to this day, Susan Sarandon is a 
gorgeous woman, mm. man. I mean, and uh, yeah, agreed. Because you saw her in the um, mother lover video for uh, Lonely Island, mm-hmm. but how can you not think about her in Bull Durham? Oh, oh. God, she was awesome in Bull Durham, man. She is uh, Annie. Wasn't her name Annie? Annie. Yeah. Annie Savoy. <laughs> that's that's in my mind. That's you know you have in your head these perfect movies. Yeah, that's a, in my head. That's a perfect movie. It is. You think you, you think I'm going to argue that of, with you? I can't think of one line I would yeah. I would change. It was awesome. Kevin Costner was awesome in it. When he's uh, sitting up, the most underrated gag in the thing to me is when he's on the bus trying to sing the Otis Redding song, and he gets the words wrong. He says, "Women get woolly." The line is weary, not woolly. Yeah, it's just everything is. Women great. get weary, not woolly. Yeah. Yeah, no, such a God, that movie's awesome. And Susan Sarandon. Yes. Man. Yeah. 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 She, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, I don't even know what to add to that. We were in uh, Mitch's Tavern a few weeks ago up there after uh, some musical stuff and where they filmed the dance, the scene where they're dancing through the club. So, John, I'm going to see on the you should use some. He's going to have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for that chair. <laughs> I asked for that chair. Tim Curry. No, you uh, can't phone a phone a wife. You're not allowed. No, that's fine. Uh, 72. You say 72? What do you say, John Dawson? 73. Uh, she, he was born April 19th, 1946. He's 77 today. Wow. So uh, you get that one. You were up two to nothing, right? Yes. Okay, so it's two to one now. It goes back to you here, Dawson. He played a young Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader in the Star Wars series. It's Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Today is his birthday. How old is he today there, John Dawson? I don't have a clue. You not? And I wasn't a fan. I actually followed the crowd like a sheep and went and saw those stupid movies, and they were so bad. I Which just, ones? The Star Wars the 2 prequels. and 3. The prequels, 2 and 3. One, two, and three. Well, he wasn't in one, I don't think. He was in two and three. He played uh, uh, Anakin when he was older. He, he didn't play the little boy Anakin. Oh, okay. He played Anakin when he was like a teenager or maybe even in two and Those are fine. The, the newest three were awful. Really? Okay. So I didn't like those either, though. But I didn't even like the Star Wars in the first place. The original ones are so campy and stupid and just over the top and I never could understand why I think people they were, were ori- so they were originally kids movies because the people that f- freaked out over them in the 70s were 12, 14 maybe I probably. guess but I just uh, I just I mean they were alright but I mean I don't know I, I like just, them but I also I've also gotten more into that kind of universe that it's created the so Mandalorian it, yeah all of that stuff just uh, Book of Boba Fett um all those, I don't know enough about those movies to be an expert, but those shows he mentioned are good. I've sat and watched a few with a friend. The shows are good. But, but if it's I've, not I've your moved, cup of tea, it's, it's not, not my cup of tea. You know, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. There are people that don't like scrubs. Can you believe that? Those idiots that don't like scrubs or uh, Ted Lasso or, or uh, Shrinking. I mean, those are silly people, Jonathan Massey. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, me either. But anyway, uh, Anakin Skywalker or Hayden Christensen. John Dawson. 
37? I don't you know. You say 37. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? I want to say he's in his 40s, but I'm going to say 38 just to keep this from You were right. Uh, April 19th, 1981, so he's 42 today. So, uh, look, you, you were right on. But you got to get – hey, he had no idea who were, we were even talking about, Jonathan Massey. you got to give John Dawson credit for getting at least that close. I mean, he was only five years away. And i got to tell you, if it's me, I'm telling you, John Dawson, I'm giving you credit for uh, getting that close, okay? But the question is, will he give me credit? But Jonathan Massey, will you oh. give John Dawson credit? Oh, for so you're that? setting me up to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I give him nothing. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Daddy needs that every once in a while. Okay. I okay. Don't I refer to yourself it. as daddy. That's gross wow. for everybody. <laughs> do you know Linda hates that too? I think most people do. <laughs> she calls me people daddy that can all the time. hear anyway. Hey, did Whoa. you hear what Massey said? I thought it was Poppy. Hey. Okay. <laughs> well, it's. Not when you say it like that, it sounds like she's calling me grandpa. She calls me papi. Oh my god, uh, you've already clinched today, right? And she Jonathan? says muy grande a lot. I don't know what that's about. Wow, you've already clinched today, Jonathan Matthew. Three Thank to you. one. So we'll, we'll do this last one, get it out of the way. We're running a little long anyway here. Uh, today's episode it. brought to you by Blue Chew. <laughs> I know what Blue Chew is. <laughs> Uh, I loved him in 11, 22, 63. He's been in uh, several movies and been in a lot of stuff, but uh, doesn't have the greatest uh, reputation in Hollywood. It's Jonathan. Um, I don't. <sighs> you will know. He's been in a lot of movies with Seth Rogen. I think they've Jonah done like Hill. James Franco. James Franco. It, I don't yeah, know. James I Franco have... doesn't have the greatest reputation in Hollywood. Well, he's a Keys. I almost said that thing I'm not supposed yeah. to say. When Seth, when um, the guy I can't stand <laughs> that laughs like that. Seth Rogen. When Seth Rogen distances himself from you, you know you got to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not a, he's a terrible human being. He's not a good human being, that's for sure. But today's his birthday, though. Ah. <laughs> How old is he today, Jonathan Massey? 47. You say 47. What do you say, John Dawson? 46. You are closer. He was born April 19th, 1978. Jonathan's actually happy he didn't get that. that oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, congratulations, Massey. He wins today 3-2. to two. He leads five days to three here in April. Listen, thank you so much for listening to today's Hump Day edition of the Brian Hanks Show. Man, all my guests, amazing guests today, Junius Smith III, Dontrez Stiles, David Combs, Shiver Person, Hey, we'll uh, see you tomorrow on the show. We'll have the 2023 class of the Kenson North County Sports Hall of Fame. Have a great Wednesday.